of the restaurant. the uh, restaurant. It's because everyone at the restaurant was like, I heard some guys we were running past. He goes, that's probably not good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. No one yelled, be safe, though. Just, that's probably not no. good. No. Yeah. I think everyone was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> now we have a story. Yeah. One more thing. I want to try one more thing. I wanted to minimize this. Oh, I have to let you know that you're being recorded. Yeah, I know. In California, it's a law. You can't, like, just record somebody. But That's I'm, kind of dumb. That's kind of dumb. I'm trying to minimize this. Here we go. And move you over to here and get rid of that and then bring this up. And then, hey, there's Brandon. I see you. Um... All right, I want to try something here. There are no tracks enabled. Okay, right, so I downloaded a uh, a while ago. You know, I use when we record on here on this computer, and I also record into the Rodecaster. Then I take the Rodecaster little SD card and I put it in the Mac, and then bring it in Logic Pro, and then edit in Logic Pro. Blah blah blah. Well. I was also editing videos on the Mac on iMovie. And then, I don't know, a while ago, I bought PowerDirector for the computer, which is the same stuff I use for my videos on my phone. And it's a great editing software. So I'm looking at the options today for recording audio on a PC. And I saw Cyberlink has something called AudioDirector. So I opened up the suite that I bought, and... It's in, it's included. So oh, how about that? I downloaded it and <laughs> opened it, and now I'm trying to, to record, record into, into it. it. So, so I'm, I'm going to see, see how, how this goes. And oh, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you just fine. Okay, because I turned off my hearing part on the roadcaster, and so I don't hear myself. And I'm going to see if this works. So... So far, nothing. <laughs> I did a test record of myself, and nothing, you know, it wouldn't, it did fine. I, record, I, record, I recorded, recorded myself, myself and, and it was fine. fine. So, so now it's no fine? Now it, it's not recording? I, I don't know. Okay, anyways, I'll just... I'll keep messing around with it on my is, personal time. This is riveting stuff. <laughs> yeah. I might just get cut all this shit out. I'm a little upset because I wanted to actually just record both into that software so I wouldn't have to bring it in, you know, after we record. But uh, I'll mess around with that later. I was it's able... probably just an input setting. Yeah, I have the input set for the Roadcaster. I don't know um, what the hell's going on. So anyways, um, what's up? I wanted to change and put on... A White Sox jersey since football season's over for both of us, and I didn't get a I'm, chance. We're not to... talking about that. No, no, we're, we're... Not, doing this. What the... we're not doing that. What, what happened? No, last week we didn't talk about it. 
for me. We're so not this, talking about it. This week, we're not going to talk about how the how the number three quarterback got hurt in the third play of the fucking game. Could, physically could not throw the ball at all, and then you had to put in fucking Josh Johnson, who then all of a sudden decided to like, hey, let's break my head. Yeah, and then Brock had to come in and not throw the ball, just hand off. Yeah. So why not bring all eleven players within ten yards of the line of right scrimmage? Right to the line of scrimmage. So, well, I think at one point I said, fuck this, I'm getting drunk. Did you? I was wondering <laughs> how long that you were going to stay with the, the game. And I, I stood with, I went the whole game. I, I stayed there and I watched the entire train wreck. I got to give you props because I, on the other hand, last week at the end, missed the stupid play that everyone was talking about when I shut the game off. It was hilarious. That's right. I always have that. So, <laughs> so you'll always have that, yeah. and neither one of us is winning a Super Bowl. Well, the thing was, it was actually still a, a decently close game until the fourth quarter. Which game was that? And then the, Our the, game? The first, no. That was 21-7. That, that game was close the entire time. It didn't yeah. become 20. 21-7 is a 14-point game. Yeah, with the amount points. with the uh, yeah fourteen no points with a quarter no with a quarterback that could still throw the ball forward. <laughs> like I, I seriously like went into another room and gave myself a pep talk. Like, look, 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 look at me, look at me. <laughs> they don't need a quarterback that can, like just drop dimes. You just get it to to Christian McCaffrey, you get it to Debo, you get it to George Kittle, and you I let oop. them do it. I, well, Ayuk, you have to actually be able to throw the ball down the field. He's not like one of those little toss guys. He, he won't he does run whatever. a slant. He's a, gr- he's a great route runner. Yeah, slant. But, yeah, but he's not a yards after contact guy. Five and he, out. He's like, he's like your traditional wide receiver of like, hey, I'm going to catch it, get hit, and like I died. Yeah. I'm not going to fight through that. You get it to the guy so can like fight through it, and then all of a sudden it was just like, no, this is. Once he like went back and they're evaluating him for a concussion, I'm like, and we're done. This is done. <laughs> I was, <sighs> I, I had it on in the shop here because I, I refuse to sit down in front of a television and watch football and lose my day, especially since I have no rooting interest whatsoever in what's going on anymore. So I was down here working on all these NFL themed sports signs I'm building. And I actually have them laying out next to me now. I cut all the framing yesterday, and then I labeled them so each piece I know goes on which piece of plywood, you know, frame it. And then I lettered them on the inside. So in a one, two, two, two three, three, four, four, you know. Then I wrote on the side of the piece of plywood, A, B, C, D, E. And I just actually polyurethaned them so I can smell polyurethane right next to me as we're <laughs> but it's so water-based. as the show goes on you're, you're gonna get real interesting yeah actually it's it's not bad because it's water-based um polycrylic oh it's not polyurethane it's polycrylic yeah, and i'm just doing it to seal it before i prime it then paint it you know have you know nice smooth finish and i'm gonna eat grapes while we talk it's okay i'm just gonna drink coffee and spill some on myself so you know whatever i thought you'd Today's show already with a bottle off. of whiskey <laughs> Today's our, what do you think's in here? Oh, Irish coffee. Very good. I, uh, it is I, already off to a winning start. Well, what happened? 
I told you I spilled some oh. on me. <laughs> this is horseshit. I, I planned on working out prior to us getting on this call, and that didn't go well because I sent an email with an invoice to Surf Prep. Let her know that we're recording the third episode of the season. So as soon as they say go, we'll start doing Surf Prep sponsored episodes. And if we get in quickly, we'll get them all in <laughs> because yeah. it's, we're running out of time. We're going to go yeah. to like the late we, October. We started, we started the year really well, but then by the end of the year, it's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do this week in the shop? Anything? Uh, I got those two empty tombs made and right. sent out. How much are we other charging than, for those if people are interested on your Etsy page? On Etsy, they're $35. Okay. Shipped? So. Including or yes, includes shipping all that. So, all right, that's good. So those are all sent out, but that's that's it. Okay, that's it. I, I haven't had shop talk done. I have I haven't had any time. Check. All right, you worked all week, so, so we'll get yeah, to that no, later. I, I yeah, I worked all week. Okay, almost had some fun, but then special ops was like, "No, we're gonna have the fun." We we're like, "Fuck okay. you guys." So we'll get to that in a minute. Because this is yeah, going to be so, a short episode, people. Yeah, because I got to get on the road. I got places to be. Where are you going? Uh, we're going down to Fresno to my in-laws. Okay, that's not where they're holding the San Francisco 49ers celebration parade for the great season. For, for making it to the NFC title game in four of the last five years. No, they don't yeah, throw they, parades they don't for that. that. We, only, we only throw parades for championships. Okay. We're that's not all. having one either. We only, yeah. It's been... Someone on the, the 49er postgame show made actually an interesting point. It's like, it's been almost 30 years. It might be time to get desperate here. Because <laughs> they were talking about, like, do you bring in do you bring in Tom Brady? Do you bring Brady home? And both the talk. analysts looked at him and went, no. No. <laughs> really? You, you have a guy that could – well, no, think about it. How invested is Brady going to be? He's got, what, two, one or two years left? So you if wouldn't – hold on. If he comes back at all. Right, let me ask you a question. Eh. You don't want those two Super Bowl victories with Brady at the helm. You'll just wait for Trey There's no Lance. guarantee. There's no guarantee. Look at what he was able to do with Tampa Bay this year. Sucked. He was crap. The cast around him. And he went He's, through a divorce. No, and he no, lost 20 bullshit. pounds. Yeah, okay. this was a bad season. I bet you any money, whoever signs him next year is going to get to the conference championship game, if not the Super Bowl. What do you want to put on it? I'd give. I'd let him quarterback the Cowboys. I'm not betting you personally and financially anymore. I you lose. just you just said I bet. We'll go ahead. Make a gentleman. How confident are bet. you? How confident are you that Brady takes whatever team he signs with to the conference title game I'm at a minimum? Pretty confident. Okay. So, what do you want to bet? Five dollars. <laughs> I don't have a lot to lose. Okay. Five bucks. Okay. Five bucks. Excellent. Who knows where I'll be in a year? Because <laughs> I think the only way he goes to a conference style game is if he goes to San Francisco. Yeah, but, heck yeah. But here's the downside. Here's the flip side of it, right? Two years. That's two years. Well, let's see here. So in two years, you're going to have to make a decision on Trey Lance because okay. his rookie contract will be up. Sure. You'll have one more year of Brock Purdy's rookie contract. The mm -hmm. only way I think you go after Brady is if the MRI today reveals that Purdy's um, whatever ligament in his elbow is ruptured and he needs Tommy John. He's going to be on the shelf for the whole year. That's what? the only way I think you go after Brady. Is it a torn ligament? They they don't know if it's torn or anything, but it's that okay. that nerve that usually requires Tommy John. Ah. So it's 
it's one of those go get the uh, the MRI and see how bad it is. But I'm not hopeful if he couldn't freaking throw the ball. Yeah. Well, I think Brady with your team would is a no brainer. Yeah, but then when he's gone, you have to blindly make a call on both of your other quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, you have or to you trade, have to go out and try to start all over. You have to trade winning one. now for what may happen in the future. Why do you have to trade trade winning now? You get a Super Bowl. Purdy now, with no experience you took you to an years. NFC title game. Yeah, people are going to get onto him pretty quick. You know what? People have been saying that every for week since weeks. he's taken over, and at no point. Has he ever looked figured out? Now they're going to have a whole offseason to look at tape. Okay. I rock with Brock. Go ahead. Eating no, a grape. grape. Yep. Um, chew it up. You don't want to choke. No. Nope. We're not going to have you die live on air, although it would be great content. <laughs> it would. We Everything is content. <laughs> I, to- I wanted to name my son Brock. When he was born. That was one of the names I had picked out. Brock. I've known a few Brocks. I don't really like most of them. Brock Marazzo, <laughs> quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Turns out that I couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <sighs> Anyways, so did you watch the second game? Uh, I watched bits and pieces of it. I was playing with my daughters. Okay, that's the but, actual I- game I actually watched. Like sat down and watched. Yeah, no, yeah. that was was irritated and not and uninterested by that point. Yeah, and I was texting my buddy Mike, who's a Chiefs fan, and then my buddy John, who's a Bengal fan. God, everyone's in the playoffs except me still. And then, uh, what? well, I mean, you're a Cowboy fan; you should be used to it by now. Yeah. What was interesting when our two teams played each other was that the last time, you know, in the '90s, we played each other all the time, and. Our two teams went to the Super Bowl constantly. Yeah. And now. That doesn't happen. At least you've been back. <laughs> yes, they've been back once and ripped my heart out in front of me. Well, no, they've been back twice. Both times ripped my heart out in front of me. And It's like the race for the sixth Super Bowl trophy is going to be between our two teams. I mean, I'm not counting Belichick. but uh, Or Tomlin, because the Steelers have six. Yeah. Everyone sleeps on the Steelers. I hate the Steelers. Well, no, I. you know what? I used I to hate, hate the Steelers, Steelers, but I like Mike Tomlin. He can coach my team any day. Him. What are you talking about, man? You don't like Mike McCarthy? He's going to start calling plays again for the offense. Great. John Harbaugh, he could coach my team any day. Really like him. Uh, I hate Harbaugh. Why do you hate John Harbaugh? What did he do to you? Why do I hate John Harbaugh? Yeah. Do, you, do you not remember the previous, the first of these last two Super Bowls for the 49ers? Not Jim Harbaugh. Oh, John no, Harbaugh. John. Right, he yeah. beat you. Do you remember who yeah. they lost to? It was, yeah. yeah, he was the coach. Yeah. He's a great coach. I don't think he gets the credit coach. that he deserves. No. Can you imagine if he actually had a good quarterback? And I don't understand why people like um, Jackson, Lamar Jackson so much. Yeah, because he like, runs. He's a gadget quarterback. He just runs around. He but cannot, he's got if, an arm, for sure. Yeah, he's got an arm that's inaccurate as all hell, and he can't read a defense. Well, like I don't understand it. We'll see how many people like him because he's him. a free agent. Let's see who comes. He's going to go back there. They're going to eventually pony up the money because I'd rather have a quarterback that can kind of get me to the playoffs and maybe we get lucky they than will. a guy that just can't. I think they'll use that kid that was playing in the playoffs. What's his name? 
who stuck the ball over the goal line, which was then taken away by the linebacker oh, from Huntley? Cincinnati and run down the field. Garbage. He can win with any any quarterback, basically. Well, I disagree because he hasn't won with any quarterback. I mean, he won with Joe Flacco, which was pretty pretty impressive given what he's done since then. That's <laughs> but... any quarterback. No, yeah. he's won with one quarterback with Flacco. He hasn't won with anybody else. No, well, don't give me this. Oh, he Super can win Bowls. with any quarterback. No, he can't. <laughs> he can win during the regular season with any quarterback. Yes, yes, he can. Way. Yes, he can get into the expanded playoffs. They're expanded now. Yeah, you have a third wild card team. That's a nice piece of wood. Put your wood down. Don't want to. Sh- can't show that on camera. <laughs> I thought that's what people were paying for. <laughs> That's on OnlyFans. I keep telling oh, you. I keep forgetting to start an OnlyFans page. So you got nothing much for the shop. We're not going to do a pre-show. This is the one show this week. It's just one full show. Uh, no pre-show. Just one show under the big top. Under the big top. So uh, nothing really going on in the shop for you this week because you've been busy at work. Yeah. Oh, and I can't. Oh, my laser's being a piece of shit again. Oh, no. What happened? I have. I don't know. I so I went to go do a and I probably should have seen Sunday coming when when I did this. Okay. So I I've been wanting to experiment around with um laying down a paint color, letting that dry, painting another color over it and then putting it on the laser and letting the laser eat away the top layer of paint. That so I was going to do a, right? It stinks. Okay. It really does, which is nice to have a garage shop because then I just open up a big door, angle the fan that way. And put that some bitch on high. So I did that and it was looking really nice. I did white with red on top to do a 49er uh, small flag. And then like 20 minutes in, it's like it did the same crap it was doing to me before where it goes like, oh, you lost your USB connection. I'm like, God damn it. No, I didn't. I have a like I went and spent like a, a decent amount of money for a USB cord, like one of the upgraded like gold plate things. And it fits in snugly and all that. It's not that. So is it, I go. It doesn't move, right? The no, USB it doesn't. ain't moving. No, nothing is moving. Except the laser. So, yeah, it's just going. <laughs> but that's not where the USB plugs in. So, yeah. So I figured, oh, it's got to be the firmware. I got to update the firmware. Well, apparently the latest firmware update is too big to just freaking go through the USB to there. So I'm going to have to take the little SD card out of it put the SD card into the computer, download it to that, then take it out and put it in there, and I haven't had time to do it. You have an and SD then, card I don't know in your laser? Yeah. It's a new thing with the uh, Laser Master 3. Okay. And it's a pain in the dick, and I don't like it. Because my old one, the Laser Master 2, never had, I have never once updated the firmware on the thing, and it worked for years. Do you have one of so, these? You stick the little uh, SD card yeah. in this SD it comes, card? Yeah, it comes with, it comes with, into with a something port. to put it in, yeah. I also have, um, but. this then goes into, because, you know, between phone and two computers, got this interesting device, which is yeah, for my phone on this end, and the USB on this end, and the big card just goes right in here. Jeez. This way. So if I don't want to, if I can't fit the small SD card into my computer because I don't have a slot on my new yeah. computer, I just stick it in this thumb drive, which then goes in the computer. It's a great little invention. Yeah, so I got to try to download the the firmware update at some point, probably tomorrow at this point. It's just irritating. Like, do, do you ever have to download updates to your CNC? 
Vetric, uh, not for the CNC well, Vetric, itself. That's, that's the right, the software, the actual CAD software. Yeah. But the oh, actually, you know what's funny that you say that. A few weeks ago, when I was trying to do Don Can's coasters with the um, bowl bit, and you know, yeah, I couldn't get it to work on Vetric for whatever reason, so I went into my Carbide Create software, and I was my version was at least three years old. So I but did that's Carbide down, Create, yeah, because that and the Carbide Motion, which runs the machine. So okay. I upgraded the Motion and the Carbide Create to the newest uh, versions, which was probably three years behind. So yeah, you do have to eventually upgrade. To the machine. Okay. It's just, it, it, it's irritating to all of a sudden your machine doesn't <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, right. It would be a pain in the ass. You set it and walk Which, away and you come back, you're like, what the F? Yeah, that's what happened. I was like, I had, okay, cool. Go inside, do something, come back out like 20 minutes later. And it's like, my God. What did, is, it, what did it do? It, okay. It's just, uh, it, it's so fucking frustrating. Well, I can feel your frustration. And the first thing I said was I looked at it and went, well, that's probably not a good sign. That doesn't look and, right. And it it wasn't. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with that getting fixed. It seems like a quick fix. So when you have it time. It should be. I mean, done, right? yeah, it's just taking the 20, 30 minutes it's going to take to download or to find, download everything, and then install it in the yeah. into the machine. So, <sighs> And Ortor's freaking videos on how to do stuff are just garbage really is it in english at least there's no words it's like, it's like show. <laughs> so well, no. i guess there i guess there are some words on there of like press the button oh. press the utter button okay drag drop like <sighs> getting angry serenity now <laughs> all right well so I made it down to the shop, and I was excited to be in the shop yesterday. For Remember, I was having a problem wanting to be in the shop last week. Yeah. This week, I thought, I'm going to go down there and start making doors for my bookshelf cabinets. And then when I got down here, I realized I still have to make all the framing for these NFL signs. So I thought, well, I'll just whip, whip out the framing first, all the 45s and blah, 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 and then I'll get right to cutting the doors. And my buddy Vince at work, who I made two shelves for, and side brackets out of wood, you know, that sits on top. When we designed it, I said to him, do you want a face on those shelves so you don't see the front end? No? Okay. And then Thursday, hey, Mike, uh, I was wondering if you could <laughs> make the face remember, frames for this show. Remember how I said I didn't want the thing? Yeah, I lied. I don't want the thing. I would like the thing. So I'm like, okay, uh, now, I was going to go to his house today before we did this and measure, because he's got some big closet, kitchen closet, organizer thing he wants with drawers and all that sort of stuff. He's going to hire me to build it. I'm like, cool. And then he got COVID on Friday. <laughs> so, oh, he actually. So, just go. He didn't get COVID on Friday. He'll be fine. He'll he was be fine. He was training the rookie, and he went to get a COVID test because he's got some sleep study coming up and they require a COVID test. So he's feeling fine. He went there, got tested. They said, you got COVID the boss goes, go home. <laughs> it's like, shit. So I'm like, all right, I'm just not go, coming just over go and Monday. measure it. You'll be fine. You're not going to catch it. I'm not going by him. I'm old. It's going to be fine. If I get COVID, I'll die again. Or I'll, <laughs> if I get COVID again, I'll die. I've had COVID at least yeah. twice, probably three times and I'm fine. I'm fine. Also 25 years younger than me. Valid point. 20, yeah. <laughs> 
So in the shop. Yeah, but I'm fatter than you, so I, oh, I got. Okay. I have the pre-existing or underlying health condition uh, okay. too, so I, I was fine. All right. Just felt like I wanted to die for like a day. Well, I did want to go out today, and I have to now because I, I told my wife I would be going out today because she's got some returns at a UPS store. It's nine degrees out. I don't want to go out today. Hold on. Hold on. I'll tell you how. Uh, no. Because it, it, it's been pretty cold here. Oh, so at least 50. Um, it, hey, a little bit of respect. We're all the way down to 42, okay? Oh. Ooh. It's chilly. Urgh. I don't know how now, your car is uh, running let me, that let me check. Let me check the feels like. Hey, and the feels like down to 40. Oh, okay. Can I check so the feels like? It's cold, okay? It's really cold. Okay. It's going to be minus 9 tonight without a wind chill. <laughs> minus yeah, I don't 9. I miss that. I don't miss that. We've got 10-mile-an-hour winds right now. we got 2-mile-an-hour winds. Apparently 2 miles an hour knocks off 2 degrees. Uh, I'm have to put a jacket on, Mike. This is like this hoodie is not going to be enough. I'm going to wow. have to change it's so tough. from hoodie to yeah. actual jacket. A Niners like, jacket, I would imagine. No. Okay. I actually don't like any jackets that I have are not really sports really. Like I have sports themed hoodies. Yeah. But not so much the jackets. So while I was whipping whipping through these 45s, making these frames for these sports themed signs, that took me like 5 hours. Because I, I have this issue. I had to make one, two, three, four, five, twenty side pieces with forty fives. I had already pre-cut them to width, and then I also did the dado in them so the plywood sits in it. You know, so all I got to do is the forty fives. I still have a problem making picture frame things. Don Can showed me this jig he made with a piece of plywood and then two pieces of wood like this glued or mm-hmm. nailed on it, and then you put your yeah. wood up. Okay. I didn't make one of those yet. I have the Harvey. Your miter saw goes to 45 degrees. It sucks. Correct? Yeah, it's not very accurate, that thing. Um, so okay. I, you, I have, have, you have a miter. I have the Harvey miter gauge, yeah. M36. That goes to 45, correct. So I was doing it on there. And I have a Rockler um, sled that you can move to 45. But here's the thing. Okay, what's the thing, you, Mike? You cut the first 45. That's easy. I do that on all those things. Yeah. It's the second 45, making sure you, you cut it to the right length. So I put it on the on the wood, and then I, with the pencil, draw inside where the end goes. Yes. And then I just creep up on it, because I don't know. The exact inside measurement, to me, is always confounding. I know it should be as wide as the piece of wood. This wood's meh, 12 inches wide, so the, the, it should start at, at each corner. 12 inches should be the inside diameter. It's hard to measure that on the um, gauge. You can't set it at 12 inches and then hope it, I mean, to cut it short. I've already done that in the past. So if you cut one and fit it, then you can bring it back to the Harvey gauge and then you drop down the little arm that stops it from moving, you know, mm-hmm. and you can cut the rest. But So several hours later, I got all them done, and I was tired. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even cut. And I'm like, then I cut Vince's shelf face frames. And I'm like, screw this. It's like 5.30, and the game's starting up, you know, the other game, the second game. So I'm like, I'm just going upstairs. So I was down here for like six hours. I felt good, and uh, I look forward to today was going to be the day where I start cutting the frames for the doors, the shaker-style doors. I'm going to use that Aspen. But now that I have to run out, and then when I get home, work out, I probably won't cut anything today. I'm going to go to Home Depot, go to Menards, UPS store, Portillo's, 
for lunch. Hello. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. good call. Yeah, it's a good call. And then I come home and work out at like three, and then I'm done. But I'll I'll just keep prepping the wood that I'm going to be painting. Maybe even get some paint on some of this uh, these boards so I can start the painting process. The process. The painting process. What are you Canadian now? I actually am Canadian, <laughs> French Canadian. My family get out. settled in Quebec <laughs> in the 1600s and then migrated down to Michigan. And Wisconsin, I think. Uncle Harold, you'll have to correct me. I know you're listening. I'm sure he'll but, send you an email. Yeah, the Bouchers came into Quebec and then down into the United States. And uh, that's most of my mom's side of the family. And then married Italian. Yeah. And you think, you know, hey, baby babbity boop. I go to Italy. I do the. Um, Uncle, <laughs> hey, baby babbity boop. Uncle Harold pays for the uh, 23andMe DNA test right before I went to Italy. Twelve percent Italian. <laughs> I still haven't done one. I I'm kind of curious. I know you I mentioned know it last week. I know I'm very. Well, I don't. I shouldn't say very, but I know I have some Portuguese in me. But that's kind of, and that's kind of what shows through the most. I know I'm also very white. That also shows through. <laughs> yes. But like, what kind of white? Like, am I Canadian white? Like right. you? Am I British white? Am I German white? Yeah, kind of white. What kind of white am I? You should do the what test. kind of what kind of sketchy backstory does my <laughs> ancestry have? I'm mostly Eastern that's, European. That's funny because like people will ask me sometimes, like, "Yeah, you Mexican?" Mexican, Mexican. And I go, "Well, I mean, my people are kind of like the Mexicans of Europe. <laughs> I'm a fancy Mexican. Instead of crossing a river, we crossed part of an ocean. Okay, from the Azores Islands into Portugal." My aunt actually did like she this is before twenty three and me. She did like a whole lineage thing back, like to where she figured out what island, which specific Azor island we are from. Wow! And then took my grandpa on a on a trip out there to actually like see it, and they met some like very distant relatives there. Which and now she works for twenty three and me. No, oh. she's like a okay. So my wonderful aunt on my mother's side because I, I do have some aunts that do listen to the show they're way cooler by the way and i'm not just saying that because they're listening I'm right, saying that because not. they helped me not be homeless when i was in my early 20s <laughs> um she is like the stereotypical california person she's very um anti-eating meat oh she's not anti she's not anti-cop though i'll give her that okay that's good i i do have an aunt on the other side that is anti-cop that really? i haven't I haven't spoken to since 2020. Well, she said some mean things to me and uh, I decided I don't need that bullshit in my life. <laughs> good. Good. So, choice. yeah, I was like, no, nah, we're done here. And, uh, but she's like, she's like vegan. She's like this, like nutritional expert person. Okay. And all this stuff. And then, and then her husband is uh, a public defender. Oh God. <laughs> Down in Ventura County, but he does. He also does a lot of um, work with like homeless veterans and stuff, which okay. is nice. awesome work. Yeah. So every now and then, if there's like a a court case coming up, and I'm like very <laughs> kind of nervous about the report, <laughs> like I've emailed it to him. We're like, all right, what would you point? What would you go after in this? Yeah. That's so, good. That's a good idea. So that was, uh, yeah. That's she did all this stuff, and she's like this super nerd. Like she went to Berkeley and all that stuff. So. Wow. She is a uh, very hippie, very California. Yeah. Drives an electric car and everything. A true leftist. Well, I wouldn't say true leftist, but 
She's a hippie. Okay. God bless her. I don't I don't know all of her political leanings, so I'm not going to label her, but sure. she is definitely a hippie. Okay. <laughs> so what about your week at work? Oh, the week at work. Well, um, have you seen the video? Have you seen the Memphis video? Of course. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to look at it or not. So that, that We're going to bring that up for the we news were... portion of the show. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I didn't send you that. I'm flying into a blind. Because <laughs> we're talking about work. We can we can we can talk after after this yeah. about like maybe we need to talk a little bit more if people are going to pay money to put their name on this <laughs> and like clearly define what each one of us does. <laughs> um, so that well, I mean that's kind of, I mean we'll talk more about the video I guess later, but because though the indictment was dropped on my Monday. And then the video dropped the following day. We've basically been on standby waiting for protests right. and all that stuff, which you and haven't. I were, we were texting, and then you showed yeah. me a patch that I want. Can you get me one? Oh, dude, I have plenty. I'll send you like two or three. Okay, thanks. They have, they have a Velcro back. All right, thank you. So, it's, so I ordered them. They're designed and made by um, a company down south called uh, Centuron Gear, who, which is run by an, a current LAPD watch commander. Oh, awesome. So there's a, there's a number of cities that have a patch similar to that. So I had him make it after the, the 2020 debacle. That's very cool. And it has been circulating around the department, and I got really nervous when a lieutenant hit me up trying to get a pair. <laughs> oh. Okay. Hey, you're the one that made the patches. I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, no, I found it. On like, the I don't know web. what you're talking about, LT. Yeah. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, I just want one or two. Like, oh shit. Yeah, let me run to my car. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so you guys were on so, standby. Yeah, so we were on standby and basically not mandated, but strongly encouraged to uh, double up for the week. Oh, good idea. So me and my buddy doubled up again like we did in 2020 and okay. rode around. And pro- no protests happened down by us. But oh, up in Up in San Francisco, I think there was a small-scale one. But basically, once they got out into the street, like, ah, pedestrian in the roadway, we're arresting people. We're shutting this shit down. We're not going through that again. Nice. And then I haven't heard anything about the, the protests that were supposed to happen in Oakland last night. Okay. And I haven't heard – I haven't watched the news today and – just like you, I was at work when that stuff happened and saw the video at work. We watched it like patrol and, and the detectives were all watching it together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess New York, LA and Memphis got kind of sketchy, but yeah, we didn't have to deal with anything, but, uh, there was an attempt made on a deputy's life out in, uh, out in our County, actually in our city. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it was, we have weird like county pockets inside the city limits. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it was actually just outside of my beat, mm-hmm. uh, at like eight o'clock in the morning, like guy finds like a sketchy van towing a car, goes to contact the guy, uh, a foot chase ensues. I guy love that wording a, ensues. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I use it a lot. Yeah. Um, they go to the ground. Guy produces a gun. There's a fight over the gun. Gun goes out of battery. 
and deputy can hear the guy just mashing the trigger. So guy gets away, ditches the gun and is in the wind. So we come to work and we have a vehicle description. We have, you know, we have maybe information that the public doesn't have for good reason. And like, okay, this is what we're doing today. <laughs> Looking for this guy. Yeah. So we have a um, a system throughout the city called Flock. It's it's basically in. I have um, access to Flock cameras. Yeah. So we have it throughout the city. We were introducing a gunshot detection thing with it. Okay. Shot spotter. Um, which, yeah. Well, it's not shot spotter. It's tied in with Flock. It's it, okay. It's called like Raven or something. It'll like triangulate that. where the shot came from. Yes, and then we have the cameras in those neighborhoods to sure. start pulling camera footage to get license plates. So. Uh, apparently there were multiple flock hits on this car kind of throughout the city. So we're doing our family dinner over at uh, Sam's call it Sam Saturdays, get some barbecue. Nice. And uh, somebody calls in like, so anytime we get like a priority one call, it's, we always hear the same thing. You just stand by for the tone and priority dispatch and everyone like stops what you're doing. Like, all right, is this the big one? Or is this like kind of a bullshit? Like the credit union down the street bank alarm that goes off like once or twice a week. Right. And like, yeah, it's a suspicious person in front of a white van license plate. And everyone goes, oh, shit, that's the van. Fucking. And like everyone just goes tearing out. (laughs) Everyone. Of the restaurant. restaurant. It's because everyone at the restaurant was like, I heard some guys we were running past. He goes, that's probably not good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. No one yelled, be safe, though. That's probably not no. good. No. Yeah. I think everyone was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now we have a story. Yeah. So we're all flying over there, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot some horns for a second here. My, the, the two teams that work the channel together were pretty dialed in. So instead of, like, just swarming the car, like, people started taking choke points around the neighborhood where the car was located. And of course my buddy and I, uh, it's in one of our beats. So we're like, all right, cool. I get, uh, I guess this is our shooting. Right. So as we're starting to jam over one of our, one of our buddies that's in, uh, the special operations division comes up on the air. He goes, keep patrol out. <laughs> cause, Cause they're all in unmarked. Yeah. It's like, we're going to set up surveillance on the, on the van. It's like my buddy's driving, so I grab my phone. I'm texting him, "You son of a bitch!" Nice. <laughs> you don't ever cancel me off because yeah. there's. We have a story where, like, two years ago, we all worked at the same patrol team, and there was an occupied stolen vehicle, and he's flying code three to it with you know lights and sirens, all that shit. And my buddy was like, "It was in his being." He's like, "Hey, you know, we're clearing out of here. Uh, you can go ahead and cancel off uh, that guy." And he comes back on the air. He goes. Negative. Negative. I'm on scene. He literally was like a half mile away. <laughs> Called on scene a half like, mile away. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so I sent him a text. I go, you don't ever free us off. I go, we're taking up a choke point then. And you and your job is to flush him towards us and we'll tackle him. Did you guys get him? Uh, so they set up surveillance on it. They were able to clear the van. He wasn't in there. They think he went down into the creek, and then uh-huh. they went to their very special operations channel. So I don't know if uh-huh. they went down to the creek after him, but I haven't heard anything. You guys have you have dogs, right? Yes, we do, but we not have, bloodhounds. Uh, we have fur. We have fur missiles. 
for missiles. <laughs> yes, we have biters, not. We, not I always, trackers. I, I, jo- I joke with the uh, with the canine guys, and like you guys just have dumb dogs that'll just beat the shit out of people. You don't, you don't have the smart one that'll like sniff around and be right. like, "Dad, I found the I found the drugs," or "Dad, I found a bad guy." And he's like, "No, you find the bad guy, and then he just eats him." Nice. And if he and if he takes a bite out of a cop, then he takes a bite out of a cop. Yeah. So, that was the excitement for the week was uh, All right. the video coming out, and then thinking we had had the guy, but he'll get caught. Very, very soon. Good. Yeah, I guess we can go into the video next week. What's that? We can go into the video stuff next week. Let's just get into it now. It I won't mean, be relevant. We might as well. Then, but Yeah, next week it's well, not going to be relevant. We might as well talk about it now. All right, well, I can talk about my week and then... Yeah. I didn't have a lot. Uh, my buddy's back full duty, who I was... Back with Detective Mike. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> filling in for Frank. He's now back. He's... On full duty. So my deputy chief called me in and he said, uh, so, you know, Frank's back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Can you just give me three days? Like, yeah, it'll be nice to have a partner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I went in. So there was this truck enforcement class that my chief wanted me to go to for overweights and stuff. We, I used to do them when I was on days and, and now I don't do them on nights because I don't want to be held over. Because most of our truck traffic's, you know, early in the morning, like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So Chief asked me, you know, two weeks ago, so when you come to days, do you think you want to do trucks again? And I'm like, sure. That's cool. He's like, all right, well, there's this class. And it's like an hour and a half long. I said, okay, I'll, I'll go. So I go to this class, and it's why you need truck enforcement for a municipality. <laughs> well, we know why we need truck enforcement. You know, it wasn't a refresher class or another update class for new laws. Short answer, why do you need truck enforcement for a municipality? uh, For a number of reasons. One, protecting your roads because overweights do a lot of damage to infrastructure, side streets, highways, all that stuff. Bridge collapses, all that is, if you have overweights, is very bad for you. Uh, Revenue for this city or village is tremendous because these fines are like five, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's, there's a number of safety issues, all that stuff that's good. So a couple things. I get there, and there's a deputy chief from a city called Palatine, and he's given the presentation. He used to do trucks for like 15 years, and he started the Illinois Truck Enforcement Association, which I'm a proud member of. And what's funny about him is his name sounded familiar to me. Now, I just did a Purdue flag for someone, right, yeah. right before Christmas. That guy owns a trucking company. So when I met him, he goes, hey, do you know Deputy Chief so-and-so from Palatine? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, he started ITEA. I go, oh, I'm a member, but I don't, I don't actually know that guy. He says, okay. Everyone thinks, and you might get this the same thing. I got a friend who's a cop in San Francisco. Do you know him? His name's Joe Smith. I mean, <laughs> it's like I always get the, hey, my friend's a cop like in seven towns away. Do you know him? No, see, for us, it's more because we have a big department. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know a guy that works there. It's, uh, it's right. uh, Joe, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, you, you know that guy? And I, the answer is always the same. Like The name sounds familiar, but. Right, but we have 1,200 no. people. Yeah. Yeah, but we have like 1,000 cops. I, right. I don't, we don't all have an interpersonal relationship. And right. If he works days. And you never see him. I don't know him. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I had heard this guy's name before. So they're going over the panel presenters. They show this guy, this guy, this guy. And then they show my chief from Sycamore. <laughs> He's on the board. And I'm like, what? He's here? And then so the woman know. goes, Glenn's running late. He's having car problems. So he'll be here soon. And I'm like, all right, this will be interesting. <laughs> so go through the whole presentation. That deputy chief sits in front of me. Presentation ends. I introduce myself to him. Hey, I know this guy who I sold the flag to. Blah, blah, I'm putting a name on the face. He's like, oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, he's a good guy. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. He, oh, and the chief showed a picture of a low boy, which is a tr- tractor trailer that sits really low to the ground, you know, and it had a cow on it with two straps on the cow. <laughs> Someone was put a cow on a low boy and strapped it on. Hey, the, as long as he, like, flicked the strap and said, that sucker's not going anywhere. Cow was just I sitting there. Fine. He's just sitting there in traffic. <laughs> And the chief's like, anybody think that this is illegal? You know, looking around. No. It's definitely not overweight. But uh, he goes, no, if the cow falls off this, then it's, you know, has it's material on the roadway and it's illegal. But transporting them is fine, I guess, this way. So he tells that cow story. Now, my chief from Sycamore, when he started, one of his first calls was loose cow. Not like a cow got out. Because <laughs> that city is like in the, surrounded by farms. So he's, he goes out to where the cow is, and he's running. He runs past the cow and gets in front of it, and the cow is charging at him. He's thinking, how do I stop this cow before he realize, get the hell out of the way, right? Bullets work. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want to eat it. We want to return it to the farmer. Are you sure you don't? Yeah. So anyways, I told that deputy chief, I go, next time you put that slide up, and Glenn is actually here on time, ask him about his cow story when he was a chief. So then I walked over by the chief. And uh, he was in a conversation with someone. He looked up and saw me. His eyes got really big, and he brushed that guy off and came over and gave me a hug. He said hello, asked me how the family was, all that stuff. So we talked for a few minutes. So I get cool. back to the, the I get back to the chief at my chief in my department, and I'm like, yeah, the class is just exactly what I thought it was. The main thing they tell you, the deputy chief said during his presentation, is don't do trucks if your motivation is money, because there's so much other stuff that's involved. Yeah. My chief just wants money. <laughs> so I told him, I said, number one thing, chief. He said, don't do it just because of money. And he goes, oh. And then I said, by the way, keep nah, me. what do those guys know? Yeah. Keep me in the detective division. I'm doing great. And I turned around and walked out. And he started <laughs> laughing. So the deputy chief called it me. It wasn't in. a joke. Right. <laughs> so DC calls me in like an hour later and says, well, Frank's back to full duty. And I said, okay, that's cool. Um, can you just give me three days off before you f- throw me back to nights? Cause I need to get my schedule back up. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's not going to happen. You're never going back to nights. You'll just stay one or two more weeks and detectives close out your cases. and You're going right to your new day shift. Like what? Sweet. I'm so excited, Woo-hoo. dude. You have no fucking idea. So, so I'm go ahead. Spe- speaking of detectives. Yeah. Um, they just, dropped the uh the announcement the other day i'm i'm going to be applying for our assaults division awesome our assaults unit so congratulations I, we could have we have a show of dicks <laughs> well i'm not going to be well, a dick okay in maybe i uh, phrasing um a show right. of investigators <laughs> yeah you know i, I was are digging through old cases and find reports to oh that's cool show off and go in there and whore myself out to them for yeah good for well good bit. luck so Nothing during the week was, you know, crazy. 
on Friday, uh, the shift I'm going to was working that my buddy Vince is on. And he's with the rookie, and he gets COVID. He gets sent home. Now the shift is short. They're down to three guys plus the two rookies that, who don't count as manpower, and our minimum is four. And he went home at, like, three. So the sergeant said to me, you know, do you mind if we get something hot, do you mind running out? And I'm like, no, I got my vest in the office, you know. I'll hut out. I went out on, like, five calls. We had <laughs> – I, it, it was ridiculous. I was, I'd go out, grab my vest, put my vest on, grab, jump in the cold, ice cold, you know, undercover car, fly over to each call. Five times, I think. I went on five different calls with them just so they had enough manpower. And then uh, it turns out that two of the guys on that shift have COVID. Jeez. Yeah. So they were going to be short on Saturday. They only had three guys, which means – the night shift, which I came off of, my buddies were each going to have, there's going to be two guys having to work 18 hours, 18 hours, 18 hours, and eight, oh, all weekend. Yeah. So um, I said to the sergeant, I'm like, I'll work. I'll work Saturday, day shift, because it's going to be my shift. Yeah. And that's during the day. It's a Saturday, and I'll get the train because I'll get one of the rookies. So I'll get FTO pay, and I'll get 12 hours of overtime. And uh, he's like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, why should the guys then – the night shift have to split two days, so four 18-hour shifts, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I went in on Saturday. It was very cool to be on patrol during the day training a rookie. It was awesome, man. I, I went. My buddy Hank, who works overnights at one of the gas stations, at like 5 o'clock, I saw his car at the gas station, so I, was, I showed the rookie. I'm like, hey, we can meet Hank because you're going to be on the night shift. He works overnights just to get to know him, and I went in, and he – he was surprised to see me working during the day. He gave me a big hug. He's like, dude, <laughs> you look so much happier. <laughs> right? Yes, I'm on days. That's awesome. I said, but I'm never going back to nights, so I won't get to see you as much. He's like, oh, man. He said, I'm glad. Happy for you. So that was fun. Got to ride along with the rookie all day, and uh, that went well. And it was just like being back uh, back at home. Re- reinvigorated, you know, so – that was my week, and uh, I had no crazy cases. I, I'll be closing out a few, and then if I don't, by the time I go back to patrol, I can work them from patrol during the day until nice. I close them out, but that's it. So on to the uh, video before we do the officer down. So there's five gangbangers dressed up as cops. Let's just start well, there. Sixth, a sixth one just got disciplined. Oh, and why? Oh, and two sheriff like deputies didn't. got disciplined. When, I don't even know what that's I, about. So maybe you can help me. I, out I with think, that. from what I understand, there were a couple of firefighters disciplined too for not rendering aid to oh. the guy. Uh, was he on fire? Scene. Well, they're also trained paramedics, and they just I, had the holy shit beat out of him. So you know, I mean, I get it. I was just being uh, a smart ass. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hope I didn't offend anybody. <laughs> Mike, you're going to get us canceled. God damn it. Stop that <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, so basically, the long and short of it is uh, fuck those guys. Yeah, they're not cops, man. No. They're bullies with a badge. Fucking thugs. Yeah. I still don't know what the initial stop was for. Reckless driving. No. Yeah, that's what they said. You high risk stop a guy for reckless driving, reckless like, driving. Watch, like just watching the tactics like that's something that our covert response unit would do when they're attempting to apprehend like a murder suspect. I know. 
but it was reckless like driving. That's when you do a cartoon. I don't know if he's because okay. they're in unmarked like chargers and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if he flew past them and like cut them off, and then they just went can't do that to us. We're the game. Yeah, fuck that guy. Right. So they just went up and jerked him out of the car. Yeah. Don't they charge him with kidnapping too? Yeah. Did that guy get charged with resisting arrest? And well, he's dead. (laughs) Was he going to get charged with resisting arrest and fleeing and eluding and, you know, all the other shit that he was doing? Listen, I'm not picking sides. Those guys, they're going to be in prison. Hopefully I'm, I'm picking sides. Fuck those guys. Right. No, I'm saying fuck those guys. They're not cops. I'm on the side of the dead guy. Right. But please, for fuck's sake, people, stop running from the police. That's never in the history of policing. If you do what you're what the police tell you to do, you usually don't die. Thank you. And then you can sue them for much money. Yes. And, and have the city your day for in much court. for much money. Yes. I'd rather be alive and rich and a little inconvenienced than dead. Stop running. But they should, hopefully they will be punished completely and fully. To a uh, a degree, I kind of understand the running in this case because I don't know if he had had a run in with this unit before, but holy crap. The the repeated, give me your hand, give me your hand, give me your hand, as his freaking lifeless arm is in plain view on the body cam. Nobody makes any attempt to grab the hand. And for you cops out there, Stop just saying, give me your hands, give me your hands. Grab a hand. Grab, grab a an hand. Arm. Right, thank you. Grab an arm. There was five the guys arms. there. One per limb. If you arms, you're fine. Right, get them. One per limb. I'm including Even the back. it's just two, each of you grab an arm. If you've got to take them to the ground, right, take them take to the, the ground, ground, and then just wrench on the arms. And tase them. Whatever. You don't even have to tase him. Nah, tase him. I've fun. never, uh, fun fact, I've never actually had to use my taser. Oh, I've, I have been able, I I grab him, and I go to the ground. See, why hurt yourself? Tase him, he goes to the ground. Get on him, cuff him. Yeah, for five Done. seconds he goes to the ground, and then yeah. he gets up and he's pissed. No, you cuff him while he's, <laughs> while he's down there. You get on top of him. Yeah, that's how we train. It works great. But one guy's spraying all of his teammates with pepper spray. I've had that yeah. happen to me, and I wanted to shoot <laughs> my partner. So that's why I don't even carry pepper spray anymore. I've seen spray. a partner tase another partner. Nice. <laughs> She's a detective now. Okay. <laughs> Not a community it was, service officer. It was, it was for the safety of everyone. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, God dang. So like, it was bad. It was a very bad thing. It was definitely not good. I'm glad that we didn't have, I don't think Chicago even had. Well, there's, I mean, there's nothing to really protest or write right. about. They're in custody. Because everybody made a point of, on all the news, CNN, Fox News, all the ones that I had seen during the weekend, they all made an, a point of saying that the process worked. They were fired. They were charged. You know, they're charged with and murder. And now you have to wait for the right. wheels of justice to turn, and they turn slow. So, right. so uh, once again, though, you know, I during the week, leading up to this real quick, I got a um, message on one of my YouTube videos. And it was one of the ones where I was making the um, built-in window bay seat thing for my buddy yeah. Tony. So someone, I got a bunch of comments on there, but someone commented that, because I think I'm wearing a blue line shirt in the video. Okay. Like with my name on it. And then 
in the background in my shop, I have this blue line flag that's on the wall here, and someone yeah. saw the blue line flag. So there were comments about um, the oppressing flag on my shop and, you know, some bullshit that people have to say. And then some guy from Canada a. S- a, posts a message in reference to the, to the blue line flag. And I, I don't understand it, but I answered him, and he's in Canada, and he says, um, you know, you seem like a pretty chill guy, uh, but, you know, I have friends up here that are, work with the Royal County Mounted Police, and they always say that they would look out for each other before they would turn someone in, some bullshit that he starts throw, throwing my way. And I'm like, I, I appreciate your, your comment. Irrelevant comment. Thank you. Uh, being a police officer for 24 years, I don't agree with your comment. And if you'd like to continue this conversation, feel free to do so. And then he came back and said, oh, thanks for the, thanks for the comment, the reply. And we went back and forth and had an actually pretty decent conversation. And, and this was, he goes, I know all police officers aren't bad and uh, you seem like a pretty chill dude and blah, blah, blah. And then this happens. <laughs> I'm thinking... <laughs> Uh, God damn it. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Memphis PD. Uh, uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah, I tell you, Tennessee, it seems like a very exciting place to do police work. You're either fucking or you're beating people to death. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like, geez. The hell's going on out there? I've been to Memphis once. It's a shit. Never been. Never been Um, to Memphis. Never. Well, actually, I think. No, that was Kentucky. I had to, like, change planes. Okay. Yeah, I we, have flown over Tennessee. We drove. We were in Nashville, and then went to Memphis, and went to Graceland, and saw all that, and then went to Beale Street, and saw went to Sun Studios where Elvis recorded. It hasn't changed since the fifties since he recorded the studios the same exact way. Went to the Gibson Guitar Factory. Went to some blues club, but the city around the downtown area it's just poor and yeah garbage. Well, that's most major cities that just immediately surrounding the downtown area is usually very low income, poverty stricken, high crime areas. Yeah. So it's not. A oh, good... you want to know another fun fact about this? Uh, the, the substandard humans that were in, involved in that Memphis. Yes, thing? of course. Uh, they were all hired since uh, Memphis lowered standards. Their standards. And now I don't know if. That's how they got hired, but I know that since the standards were lower, they were hired. To include, um, you could get a waiver if you had been convicted of a felony. A now, felony. I don't know about about you. <laughs> I know. I'm, um, I'm pretty sure that there's somewhere in, in a constitution somewhere, whether it's a state constitution or you know the big one, that says that you know when you're convicted of a felony, you forego your ability to carry a firearm. Yeah, can't be a convicted felon with a firearm. So kind of wondering how that works. Yeah. But when you lower your standards... That's what happens. And when you... You're going to get substandard people. Now, why would you have to lower your standard? Because who in their right mind would want to join a profession where you could be killed for your job because you because of your job no you didn't do anything you're just riding around fat numb and happy and all of a sudden bang why would you want to do that yeah 
So, well, and then maybe, maybe the whole stuff, yeah, treating us like shit, right? Then more people will want to be cops, like it used to be when I started. Holy shit, Brandon, we'd have four or five hundred applicants, and I would, after I got on, and I was speaking at our orientation meetings for new applicants. That's the first step. Yeah. Come to the orientation. I'm speaking in front of 400, 500 people that are, you know, wanting to be police officers. Now, three people, six people show up to take a test and three get on the list. It's like our next academy class is sitting at 15. That's getting ready to come out on the street. 15 for a department that has over a thousand active duty officers. Yeah. 15. The one, the class before them, 19. Yeah. The class before that, 25. My class graduated with almost 50. I had and we were considered people in my class. And we were considered a light class. Oh, yeah, you're but, 60, right. but 62 that went to how many different right. agencies? many municipalities. This is constantly, we, they're running we four went, academy classes at a time, you know, at yeah, three different we went almost, almost 50. From your city. Specifically yeah. for our city. Yeah. And it was still seen as a light class then. Yeah, like, so it's, it's getting really bad. No one wants to do our job anymore. Well, and the quality of people that are coming out. Yeah are not, they're people that shouldn't be cops, whether it's, they're the, I call them officer sunshine, where it's just, I'm going to be a little ray of sunshine and I'm going to hug everybody and that's going to solve the world's problems. Yay. Yeah. Or you have the one that's just like, I'm going to beat shit out of everybody and see what happens. Right. They're both equally bad. Yeah. One's just kind of criminal. We all, we all <laughs> saw the video together and we all started yelling, thin ice, thin ice. Because when we're on the street and that's our, one of us is getting a little, you know, pissy. Someone just goes, thin ice, yeah. Mike. And I'm, oh, yeah, okay. Bring it, reel, reel it back in. And it works. We were all sitting there watching it going, grab a hand, grab a hand, grab a hand, hand grab a hand, grab a hand, grab a hand. Take a leg. Like, God. Yeah. And then you see the pole camera, they freaking stand the guy up and basically all take turns beating the shit out of him. Yeah, I don't know what the – these guys know and they then, have – first of all, they know, they, they know they have body cams on. Yeah. What's that about? They don't care. Obviously, they don't give a shit. Um, then you got Which the brings me to surveillance my next camera point. across the street watching them. If you're involved in a use of any use of force or on a major case and you are at a department that has a body worn camera, which most agencies have, um, it, greatest advice I can give you shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Don't say fucking anything. Don't say anything. It will be used against you in Just a court of law. <laughs> Just shut up. Just shut up. It, I get it. We all get frustrated and pissed off, and we're frustrated and pissed off. We have uh, some very not PG thoughts and some very frustrating things that we want to get out. Wait. Just wait. Yeah. Then get it out. Then vent it. Don't do it on camera. It will fuck you. And not the good kind. That's right. So I tell all the rookies, their first use of force, I'm like, cool. You okay? Yes. Okay. Don't say another word. Don't say another word until the sergeant comes to talk to you about what happened. That is it. Anytime we go to a homicide, shut up. Shut well, up. Don't say a word. These guys deserve all the punishment they, deserve, that they can get. They deserve everything that's coming. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the first video where he flees from the car stop. I don't know if you watched it all the way to the end. No, I I saw him Okay, run. so so at the end, I was trying to figure out why is this, like, why do we have, like, four minutes of them washing their eyes out? Figured out why. At the very end, the initial officer. Who was spraying everybody says, with pepper spray? Yeah. Well, the guy who initially tased the guy and then chased after him uh, says very clearly multiple times, I hope they stomp his ass. Hmm. Like, hmm, that's going to play well in court. Yeah. 
Is he one of the stompers? Oh. No, I think he's the sixth officer that's being disciplined. Okay. Excuse me. And what about so, these sheriff's guys who showed up? Why I'm assuming it's getting... kind of, I'm assuming that it was kind of one of those things of they didn't render aid to the guy because there was a lot of standing around afterwards. There was nobody yeah, but, like. I mean, they called an ambulance. I don't know who did. It was like 20 yeah, minutes I, later. I, yeah, I, I I don't know. How but here's me as to see. and I you know assist other agencies all the time. If I show up on your call, I'm there in case something else happens. I'm not there to help anybody else. I would say, did you get this guy an ambulance? But our jurisdiction they can't send an ambulance, so it's back to you. You know what I mean? What, yeah. I'm not an EMT, so I want to know what these these guys how well, they're getting days off. Just curious. Well, you've been you've been trained in basic first aid and CPR, right? Yeah, well, I'm not doing CPR on him. He's breathing and it, first aid. And you're, well, okay, first aid. If he's like semi-conscious breathing, like even if it's something as simple as put him in the recovery position, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm just throwing stuff out there that maybe, and I don't know if in Tennessee if there's the uh, duty to intervene. Or, right. Well, that if they're kicking him and you show up, stop. Yeah. That which I, and I don't know involved. when. Right. And I don't know when they landed or if what they saw. These guys roll up on. after it's all done and he's sitting up against the car. If I'm them, I'm like. All right, you guys got everything under control. See ya. And I'm gone. Okay, so you got, yeah, that's that's basically what happens. You roll up and you, you guys yeah. good? Right. Cool. He's okay. got an ambulance? Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Bye. Right, bye. So, but don't be there, Daniel's son. Right. And when I was working on Saturday morning, I'm like, I'm going to go out and do a stop right away, you know, do some stuff. So I pull over a car, and it's right at the border of the town. Well, that's just... Well, you pull over a car or did the rookie pull over a car? No, I'm by myself. She doesn't come till 11. Okay. So oh, okay. I'm in my car by That's myself. Right. You guys have like weird shit going on. They're doing 11 to 7 on the day shift. So I'm out there getting a stop down, and uh, I pull over in a meeting of an eight-lane, four-lane each way uh, highway and the town to the south of me. They're maybe four blocks away. So I'm on the stop. Squad pulls up to check on me from the other department. You know, He goes, hey, Mike. I, I turn around. No fucking idea who this cop is. I, I've been off nights or days for six years. He's like, it's so good to see you back on, on the street during the day. I'm like, thanks, oh, brother. It's yeah, good to be seen. Yeah. I'm good here. And then he drives away. I'm like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> I have no idea who it was. But I felt like an asshole. <laughs> I, f- I forgot. But anyways, it made me feel really good. So, All right. Now to feel bad. Let's go to the okay. Officer Down and, Memorial page. And now... The depressing part of the program. But luckily... It's only two, right? Only one that I can see. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so here we go. Click. From the St. Francisville Police Department in Louisiana, Police Officer Carl Douglas Kimball. His end of watch was Thursday, January 12th from 2003. He passed away from COVID. He was 72 years old. Jeez. And had worked for 30 years in police work. He was assigned to the West Feliciana Parish Hospital. Officer Kimball had served with the St. Francisville Police Department for 10 years and retired from the Louisiana Department of Corrections. He survived by three sisters someone who was like a son to him, his grandson, and his goddaughter. So, sorry for his passing. 70 years old, still wearing a badge. 
somehow I don't think I'm going to make it that far. Yeah, I if, if I'm still a cop at 70, just <laughs> take me out to pasture. You know, that's only... I mean, you should be dead by then. It's only 13 but... years away from me. <laughs> hey, yeah, just take me out behind back and just... Yeah, I'll help it. you. I'll help you out there. Can I have your guns? Sure. Okay. Hey, I if got... If you're still alive at 90... Yes. And I'm still policing at 70-something? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, sure, you can have my guns for, like, the two years. Which, actually, I'm going to be... Uh, I actually got to run it by Annie. I'll probably do it on the car ride. Um, so our city's, like, 175th anniversary is coming up, and we're doing a... We're getting a special edition Glocks. Oh, are you really? With a lot of laser engraving on the... That's cool. On the uh, slide. Like, that'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool. I think I'm going to start laser engraving handcuffs at, P- at the PD. That's what I need to do. I'm gonna. Gra- I need to take a set of mine home yeah. and then run a quick test. Right. And when I fuck them up, buy a, buy a new one. <laughs> I, I one more thing about football, real quick, because I just saw this pop up. Okay. Then I have a question uh, from David Franklin. Oh, sweet. From um, September. <laughs> you didn't have to add that part. <clears throat> so uh, somebody asked George Kittle how it felt to lose the uh, NFC Championship game. Okay. So he his response is quote. Uh, how's it feel to lose an NFC Championship game because I don't have a quarterback? Pretty shitty. Wow. To be honest. <laughs> no, no offense to Johnson. Football. Well, no, he went out too. Yeah, like you, you literally played right. the entire second half without a functioning quarterback. Because if you can't throw the ball, like it limits <laughs> your playbook to like kind of. I don't know, like ten plays. Yeah. Run left, run right, toss right, toss left. It's the it's the Bears um, playbook from the late seventies and early eighties. It, yeah, it was like Wal- the Ravens play, well, here's the playbook. The the fucking year they won the Super Bowl, right? Walter Payton, Dilfer wasn't throwing it. This isn't. I don't know if this is racist or not. You can help me out here. Oh God, <laughs> Mike, if you have to ask if it's racist, it's probably at least at the very least a little bit racist okay. in today's world. Well, it's, it's just okay. So funny. The, Ten years ago is right. racist today. Okay. The. Uh, Walter Payton was the running back, right? And they had nothing yes. else, just Walter. So it was yeah. black guy right, black guy left, black oh, guy up the middle, fuck. white guy punt, because <laughs> Bob Parsons was the punter. So that, that was the offense My, for the Bears. Mike is just restating something that right. was said back in the 80s. In the These do late not reflect 70s his personal 80s, views. Correct. Or the views of the handcuffs. Of I should podcast. say. Oh, and would you look at that? Surf Prep just said they no longer want to be a sponsor. <laughs> Peyton left, Peyton right, Peyton up the middle, Parsons punt. How's that? Uh, Much better. That's better. Okay. That's, God. I wasn't lying. No, I know you're not lying. I know it was probably said, but fuck, man, come on. I can edit that out. No one will even hear it. <laughs> no, screw it. Just let it in. Leave it in. What do I care? At this point, at this point who cares? If, if Nancy's <laughs> listening or Karen, whatever, I'm sorry. All right. I'm pretty sure they stopped listening hours ago. <laughs> right. All right. Here's a question from Dave Franklin from 516 okay. Woodworks. And you haven't heard it yet, so I will play it. No, I haven't. And I haven't even tested it yet, so hopefully it's everything's hooked up. Oh, Here we go. Fuck. And All right. Well, it's going to be fucked. Go. Okay. So Hold on. <laughs> Mike, it's not working. I know. I have to turn up the volume oh. on my phone because I have it. Because of we're recording, I have everything turned down, you know? So I will turn this up like take, that. There we go. Take two. Take two. What's going on, guys? David from 516 Woodworks. Got a law enforcement question for you. 
sitting here on a call for service waiting for the detectives for the use of force, and I broke my body camera. So, question for you is, how many body cameras have you guys broken, or how many times have you guys broken some of your equipment while on the job? I'm sure this is going to be bringing up a few interesting stories, so I look forward to hearing them. Talk to you guys later. Stay safe in the shop and on the streets. Did he steal your tagline? He did, because he knows we say that. Yeah. (laughs) So, God bless David. I miss him. Uh, David, sorry that it took, you know... Several months to get that question out. I apologize. So I don't, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's kicked up in yeah. Mike again. I also can answer that question really quickly. I've never broken a body camera because we don't wear them. Okay. Your but turn. he said, have you broken any equipment? As you shoved a grape into your mouth. Sucking the juices. <laughs> swallow it down the hatch. All right, stop it. Now it's an adult program. If you count squad cars, I've dented some squads. But other than that, breaking equipment. um, You've never broken equipment. Remember, I have to go back, like, in my mind, 24 24 years. So I'm thinking uh, I can number of crashes with cars, some my fault, some not. And (laughs) other equipment, I I can't think of anything I've I've broken. I'm, I'm sure I dropped something that I shouldn't have, and maybe it broke. But it doesn't, it's not coming to me right now. Okay, so Mike's a good boy and doesn't break shit. <laughs> or he doesn't remember. I've broken three body cameras. How do you break a body camera? I'm just well, for okay. you and David, I'm curious. How did David okay. do it? How do you do it? So, um, two of them were uses of force. I guess all three were involved in uses of force. Well, that makes sense. So, if you're fighting somebody and it breaks, yeah. Um, yeah, basically they'll get like knocked off and hit the ground just right. And either, I think like one, like there was a rock cause the, the lens is usually inset. So you don't like when it goes to the ground, sure. it doesn't scratch it. Yeah. Well, one, there's like a little rock sticking up and it fucking hit it perfectly and like Ooh. shattered, shattered the fucking lens. So that's pretty cool. I had, had to get that one replaced. What did it look like um, when you watched it in slow motion? Um, have you ever seen like the, the TV footage from when a baseball gets fouled back and hits the camera? Yeah. Like that. All right. That's cool. And like, Oh, now I can't see shit. <laughs> um, yeah. And the other ones were just like, I think one like popped part of the case just from impact in the ground and stuff. And then, um, I think one was from the riots something hit it just right. Like it was, it, all of them were like just weird freak things. Okay. They're not, and then I had a fourth one. Very solid or very, well, I mean, it, I've been in, I've been in all kinds of uses of forces with them and they're, they're typically fine. Um, I just, I, I've, and I've gone to the, our body worn camera unit to get them replaced before. And they're just like, you, you have, <laughs> me oh, you every again. time I go, yeah. you know, you have the like worst luck with these things. Cause I came up to replace a fourth one. And they just looked at me and went, said exactly that you again. Yeah. I go, no, no, this one's just the battery. It won't, right. it doesn't hold a charge. Like I, I turn it on and it's down 4%. And by the time I actually go in service, it's down to 80. Yeah. And then before I go back in, it's dead. Go, oh, okay. And toss me a new one. All right. But yeah, I've, I, I've gone through a couple body cameras. Any other equipment that you've broken? Um, 
I broke a taser holster and a use of force. All right. Well, like not really. I mean, didn't like like catastrophically break, but it was pretty fucked up. So I got it replaced. I'm a big proponent of if your shit ain't perfect, go get it replaced. Well, yeah. See, we have to buy make the city replace shit, it. So. Oh, man, you take it to the city. We have a you go, uniform nope. allowance. We don't have a quartermaster like you. No, we don't have a quartermaster. You don't? I don't even know what a quartermaster is. They issue uniforms, and we don't get issued uniforms. You have to buy your own. Yeah, they give. We you get a uniform. uniform allowance. We get a uniform allowance. Right, right. I'm talking equipment. I've ripped uniforms. I've had to go okay. replace them myself. But as far as equipment goes, no, that is on the city to provide you with That's certain nice. things. Okay, That's cool. Now, do they give you an equipment allowance? No, we get a uniform allowance. Okay. Which we have to use for your equipment. Because your equipment is not part of your uniform. I, your union's slipping, man. We're currently we in negotiations right now. Yeah, how about you give us the tools we need? Cause that was, that's was that been a big thing with us. Is like, hey, um, our cars are always fucked up and broken, and we're driving cars that shouldn't be on the road. And we want shit that works. That's, I mean, I work in the Bay Area, in, San, in in the San Francisco Bay Area, right? Silicon Valley. And half of our fucking computer shit doesn't work. Like, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous since you work yes, in Silicon that's Valley. that's stupid. Yeah. That's funny. And and the, the um, explanation we got from the assistant chief was something to the effect of like, well, you know, we understand the vendor sucks, but, you know, we've been using the vendor for so long and all this other stuff, and they take care of some of this other stuff. Like, get a new fucking vendor. Get a <laughs> right. new vendor. If the one you're using sucks, right. fire them. Next. Anyways, I'm not going to get my blood pressure up this early. I haven't even had breakfast yet. All right. Well, I'm going to go to Portillo's in a few minutes to get lunch and then stop at Home Depot and Menards. But... um if someone would like to send a question to the number one, number one woodworking and law enforcement podcast in Sydney, Australia, Brandon, how do they do that? Well, you would record your voice message or even just type it out in an email and send that to handcuffs and sawdust podcast at gmail.com. You could also reach out to Mike on Instagram at Morazzo Woodworking, or you could reach out to me at Full House Woodworking, and we will read your question on air. Or play your question on right. air. I like the playing one because then you get your own voice behind the question with your inflections and your tone. Yeah. So, And if you want to even tell a funny joke, you can tell a funny joke in it. If you write a funny joke, I'm going to probably skip it. Just get to the question. Wait, Unless it, like, it? it? Yeah. Like if they type out their email, their question, oh, if okay. they type out a joke in there, unless it's really freaking funny, right. I'm going to probably just skip it. But if you just record your joke... joke Along with your question, your joke will come in. All right. And if it's a good joke, maybe we'll send you something. Yes, let's do that. Oh. But it's got to be a good joke. Like, I have to, I got to laugh. You got to make me laugh. <laughs> okay. That's the, uh, the rule is you have to make Brandon laugh if it's a joke. So let's see what happens. It's not, not that hard. I enjoy laughter. Okay. Hold on. My, I'm getting a, a question sent to me while oh. we're recording. Um, can a question you live on put air. the webcam out on the porch? That's not. <laughs> I have many questions. None of them are appropriate. <laughs> uh, she's given away a bunch of stuff, apparently, to strangers that have come to my house and pick it up while I'm not here. Oh. 
So apparently we're giving away a webcam. So David Franklin, you missed getting the webcam for free because it's going to someone else apparently. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't tell a joke. No, but he's our contributor. David, send me a message and tell me what month that you can make it on the show. And we'll start scheduling that stuff. If you send enough questions, we'll even have you on. Of course. And we also have a few other people we have to get on. So I'm going to start getting in that mode. I, I should be back in patrol in about 10 days, maybe even sooner. And that's when I can do all my podcast work. <laughs> so okay. there'll be no rookies on so, our shift because they're going the nights. And I'll be alone in my squad to edit and write and do all this other podcast stuff. So I'm so excited. I might do 10 more years on days. Oh, my God. That would be horrible. Why at, the hell? At my age. Jeez. The sergeant's test is in July. You know I'm taking that. And then the new sergeant's going to get put on nights, and then I retire with sergeant's pay because I'm never going back to nights. That's how you're. That's how you're supposed to do it. You right. try out at the or you you test for sergeant at the very end, just long enough to where you can pull sergeant pay in retirement. Right. All right. So with that being said. Thank you for listening to episode 57. We're in heaven. The big, big play Dre Greenlaw episode or my high school number. Oh, oh, very good. And the next week will be my uniform badge number 58. Looking forward to that. So until then, (laughs) stay safe on the streets and in the shop. And Brandon, what do you got to say? Okay, bye. Bye. Peace out.